Okay, good morning everybody. It's uh, good to be here once again. And uh, it's always uh, a pleasure for me. It's a great privilege for me to be preaching God's Word to my family here in UECP. Now, I'm very excited uh, for this year and the next 10 years. The reason why is because the pastoral team has been planning for the past year and we have come up with a new goal for our pulpit ministry. We have come up with a 10-year goal. You see, we believe, it is, and it is clear, that our calling as a church, as UECP, is to what? Love God and make disciples. Good. And as disciples of Christ, we strongly believe that the Scriptures, God's Word, must be central in our lives. Amen? Amen. And so, our goal in the next 10 years is to preach through all the books of the Bible within the next 10 years. You see, after 10 years, ilan taon na tayo? Konting addition lang. 90 tayo ngayon. After 10 years, we are 100 years old already. And that is our goal. In the next 10 years, we will preach through all the books of the Scripture because the Scripture, every book of it, Hindi lang yung mga familiar tayo, ha? Every book, pati maninipis, pati yung mga minor prophets, they are all God's Word, and they are all central in the lives of a disciple of Christ. So, um, so we have already started, actually, if we're gonna count 90, since we were 90, we have already finished two Old Testament books. Do you guys remember? Last year? What were the books that we finished since uh, we started, when, since we turned 90? The book of Ezekiel, what a wonderful book, tama ba? And also what? The book of Jonah. So two books na, 64 books to go. And today, we are going to start a short series once again, but now from the, Old Test- uh, from the New Testament. In the next three weeks, we'll be learning from... Okay, we'll be learning from Paul's epistles to the Colossians. Paul's epistles to the Colossians. Now, how do you find the book of Colossians in your Bible? You know, dati naiinis ako palagi, tuwing nandito na sa mga pinapabasa na yung mga shans na yan. Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians, ayan. Bakit? Kasi ang ninipis niya lang. Kala mo mahanap mo na siya, nalampasan mo na pala. So how do you know? How, how can you find it? Let me give you a tip na tinuro sa, sa akin ng one of our pastors before. Is the phrase, Go eat pork chop. Go eat pork chop. What does it stands for? It stands for the four shans. Go for G is Galatians. Eat Ephesians. Pork. Philippians and chop. Colossians. So, hindi-hindi nyo na makakalimutan yan, especially sa mga matatakaw dyan, kagaya ko, no? Go eat pork chop. Now, Colossians is actually part of what we call the prison epistles. The book of Colossians is part of the prison epistles. The reason why it's called that is because Paul wrote this group of letters while he was in prison. He was in prison here. Now, what are these... Uh, uh, prison epistles. These are the uh, these are Galatians. Ah, sorry, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and there's one more letter. It's 
Philemon. It's the letter to Philemon. Paul wrote all of the, uh, these four letters while he was in prison. Well, you see, while he was in prison, one of his co-workers for the gospel visited him. His name is Epaphras. Epaphras visited him. And while he visited Paul, Epaphras updated Paul. Ano ba mga nangyayari sa mga churches around the cities of Rome? And you see, Epaphras was the one who planted the church in the city of Colossae. So, Epaphras told Paul what is happening. And in the city of Colossae, when you read through the whole letter, you will learn that they are actually struggling with some issues in their church, facing some cultural issues being forced or being imposed on them. Ano to mga issues na to? These issues include mysticism. Okay, it's the uh, it's the belief in uh, mystics, mystic practices and rituals, the beliefs in spirits and stuff. Sa Pilipinas, medyo marami rin ngan. We call um, usong uso is uh, animistic beliefs. Also, what is plaguing the church in Colosse is asceticism. Well, now, what is this? Ang lalim naman yan, Pastor. Actually, hindi yan malalim. It is actually a severe self-discipline and avoidance of indulgence for religious reasons. So, they're trying to um, uh, deprive their bodies of the things that they need to th- thinking that by doing that, they will gain more favor from God. This is asceticism. Okay? What else? Are they being plagued of? They're being plagued of Judaizers. Now, what are these? Who are these people? These are um, Jews, Judaism, who are forcing Jewish practices and festivals to be observed in the Christian community. So they are pushing the church, telling them, no, it's not enough to put your faith in Jesus. You also need to be circumcised. You need to observe this Jewish festival and practices. If not, you are not saved. Now, these are one of the teachings of the Judaizers. And we know that these are false teachings. There are also, in Colossae, worship of angels. They not only worship spirits, they worship angels. I don't know which angel in particular, but na mention ni Paul. And also, they were plagued by human philosophies being pushed into the church. Okay? Greco-Roman philosophies that are uh, very rampant that day. Okay? These are some of the issues that haunted the church 2,000 years ago. But if you think about it, we have the same problem and issues haunting us today. Our friends may tell us, kamot ka ng ulo if you pass by a funeral procession. Bakit? Para di malasin. Sino nakarinig nun? Kung nagdadrive ka o naglalakad ka, nakikita ko ng funeral procession, kamot ulo. Para hindi raw malasin. Okay? Turo yun sa akin na nanay ko before. Your parents or relatives may force you to burn incense and offer food to idols. Bakit? Kasi, Sabihin nila, eh, nakatakot pa naman yung mga idols, iba, mga pulay mukha, para hindi magalit, para hindi tayo malasin, para we will have good luck. And as much as we want to say no, our parents would not just allow us to say no. They will push us to do it. I remember when, uh, when I was young, I went to Villa Escudero. Sino ako sa Villa Escudero here? 
Okay, medyo malayo, no? If you go to Villa Escudero, before you get to the swimming area, there is a museum. And I can still remember vividly, bata pa ako noon, ha? My mom telling me, Anak, kung duman tayo sa museum, makakita ka ng mga bungo. But please don't laugh at them. Kasi kung tinawanan mo sila, baka hilain ka nila sa swimming pool at lunurin ka. Totoo. I was so afraid. Pagating namin sa swimming pool, kahit nakasalbabida na ako, hanggang hagdanan lang ako. Why? Because I was so afraid of what has been told to me. You see, the same issues are, uh, we are actually dealing with the same issues as the Colossian Church before 2,000 years ago. Maybe not just different type of beliefs and teaching. And you know, not only, not only are we affected by these things as Christians, the Colossian Church were also being affected negatively by these false teachings. Some of them, it, it caused them to live in fear. Tama ba? Nakatakot malasin eh. And some of them were led away from the faith because of this dangerous teaching. And so, the Apostle Paul sought to write them this letter, the letter to the Colossians, to remind the believers in Colossae that there's only one Lord of all creation, there's only one head of the church, and so there's only one person they need to trust and there's only one person they have to obey and live for. And his name is? Tama kayo, Jesus Christ. Why is Jesus Lord of all? Paul tells us that Jesus is first. Among all creation, among all new creation, therefore, He must be our Lord. And He must be our first. And He must be our only. So I'd like you guys, I'd like to invite you guys to open your Bibles once again. Wag nyo isarang Bibles nyo. Open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 to 23. Okay, we'll be looking at it. And let's try to understand what Paul want to tell, wants to tell the Colossian church as they face these different issues. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 to 23. Can I see a thumbs up? Kung na kayo, I want to double check. I want you guys to open your Bibles as we listen to the, today's message. Okay, mga nasa likod. Have you guys opened your Bible? Can I see a thumbs up? Okay, good job. Now, the first thing, the first thing Paul taught the Colossian believers about uh, regarding this issue is that Jesus is Lord of all creation. That Jesus is Lord of creation. Now, the question is, how is Jesus the Lord of creation? And what does Paul mean by saying this? Ano gusto niyang palabasin? Why does he want to tell us that Jesus is Lord of creation? First, Paul tells us that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. It's the image of the invisible God. Paul is teaching the Colossians and us today that Jesus Christ himself is God. The same God the Israelites worship in the Old Testament times the same God who created the world, Jesus being the image of the invisible God, Paul is telling us that Jesus himself is God. Now, he, he didn't say created in the image of God. No, tayo yun. He didn't say he is just like God. No, 
he did not also say he is partly God or not the same, he did not say the same image as God, but the image of God himself. You see, nobody has seen God. Nobody has seen God. And I don't know if you've heard of the second commandment that we should not make any images of God himself. There would be no images of God. But why is it important? Because God is the one who is going to reveal himself to his people. And he has revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ. When you see Jesus Christ, you see God. Sabi nga dito sa Hebrews, can you read this with me? One, two, three. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And He upholds the universe by the word of His power. He's talking about Jesus being the radiance and the glory of God, the exact imprint of His nature. That is who Jesus is. That is why when Thomas, one of Jesus' disciples, told Jesus, show us the Father, ano sabi ni Jesus sa kanya? Do you know what you're asking? Why? He told him, that when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. You see, Jesus is telling us that He is God. And that is what Paul is also reminding the church, that Jesus is God. Now, the second thing Paul tells us about Jesus being the Lord of creation is because He is firstborn of all Creation. Sabi niya dito sa letter niya, Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. Now, this is a very scandalous verse. This is a very scandalous verse. And without understanding the cultural context of, that, of Jesus' time, we might understand this, that the Bible, misunderstand pala, we might misunderstand this, that the Bible is teaching us that Jesus was a created being, that Jesus was born. Well, technically, he was born on this earth, but through virgin birth. But some people are using this verse to tell us that Jesus is no God. He's also a created being. Kaya nga sabi, firstborn of all creation. So many believe that Jesus is not God. He's lower than God, higher than human, but lower than God. Many denies the divinity or the deity of Jesus. And you use this verse as an argument. And you might hear them while you're going to the office, while in your buses. Why? Because Jehovah's Witness does not believe that Jesus is God. And they use this verse as well. Mormons as well, the Church of the Latter-day Saints, they do not believe that Jesus is God. Iglesia ni Cristo, they, did not, they do not believe that Jesus is God, why? Because they misunderstand this verse. Now, how can I say we, they misunderstand it and we got it right? You see, if you understand how the Jews use the term firstborn, you will understand that they're not talking about order of creation. No, it's not about firstborn, nauna ka. Okay? When they use the word firstborn, it means preeminence. Preeminence. What does it mean? Preeminence means highest in rank, having the right of inheritance and authority. They use the term firstborn to tell, 
people who is the authority. We see an example of this in Psalm 89, verse 27. When um, in this psalm it says, "And I will make David the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth." But as you can see, was David the firstborn child of Jesse? Was he? No, same bunso. He was the youngest of eight brothers. Isa-isa pinuntahan ni Samuel, is this the king, is this the king, is this the king, is this the king, is this the next king, hanggang sa dulo na. Naubos na ba? Wala ka na bang anak? And then Jess told him, meron pang isa. He's in the field, shepherding the flock. And the youngest become the firstborn, meaning he is the, high, he is the king over all Israel. God made him firstborn, meaning highest of the kings of the earth. David, king in Israel, but this firstborn, Jesus Christ, is the highest of kings of the earth. Preeminence. Firstborn means preeminence, rank, and authority. That is what the term firstborn implies. And uh, it's very important for us to understand this so that when these false teaching that telling us that Jesus is not God comes to us, comes knocking on our door, we know how to answer them, what it means. Basically, Paul is telling the church that Jesus is higher than all created beings, both in heaven or on earth, whether thrones or dominions, rulers, and authorities. By the way, this term's dominion, rulers, and authorities, it doesn't refer to government stuff or the soldiers during that time. No, they're referring to angels that the false teachers and teaching are teaching the believers to fear and obey. The spirits that command certain things. Ito yung mga tinatawag ni Paul na dominions and rulers and authority. But, Jesus being the firstborn of all creation means He is higher than all of these things. He is higher than these. He is the head and authority over all powers on this earth. That's what Paul is telling us. So, He's the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn of all creation. Not only that, Paul tells us that Jesus is the agent and the goal of creation. Okay? Sabi niya, sabi ni Paul, look at your Bibles, the whole creation is created by Him, through Him, and for Him. That means in the very beginning, Jesus was there. God created the world through the living Word. And that is Jesus Christ. And creation was not only created through Him, but also para sa Kanya. It's for Him. He's the instrument and goal of all creation. All created order is subject to Jesus. Therefore, our purpose, Jesus is not only our authority, He is also the purpose of our lives. And finally, He tells us that Jesus is the sustainer of creation. He keeps the universe together from perishing. He keeps the world moving. He makes the rain keeps raining. He makes the land keeps producing. Sha in control of all creation. It's not the angels. It's not the spirit. It is Jesus who sustains all creation. Now, what is the po- what is the point Paul is driving across to the church? Simple, that Jesus Christ is Lord of all 
creation. He's creator. He's sustainer. Therefore, we should not trust the spirits. We should not trust itong mga iniimpose sa atin by the world. It is Him alone we need to trust, not the superstitious belief and practices other people might teach us. You see, some of the Colossian believers might have believed and followed these cultural practices being forced upon them by false teachers. Why? Out of fear. Takot sila, syempre. Affected buhay nila eh. But Paul is telling them that they should not fear worldly philosophies, traditions, empty deceits, elemental spirits, or superstition. Paul says, Itong mga to, when they speak these things, they may, seem pl- they may have plausible arguments. What does it mean, plausible? Meaning their arguments might seem to make sense. This culture might sound right. Or they might seem harmless to follow. Naalala niyo sinasabi ng parents natin when they tell us to do these superstitious practices? Ano sabi nila? There is no harm in following. They might seem harmless, but let me tell you this. They are harmful because they are not according to Christ. You know, even today, some Christians are still being swayed by these worldly traditions, philosophies, and superstitions. You know, I experienced this many times. I experienced this myself. I've experienced this madalas. Why? You will see this during, when you go to funeral homes. Kung magtutsutsuana, ang daming rules, o bawal ganyan, bawal ganito. Bawal mag-save, bawal magpaalam kung lalabas ka na. Bakit? Hindi ko rin alam kung bakit eh. Makamalasin lang. And you know, my grandma always tells me every time I told, tell her that um, I'm going for a funeral service. My grandma will tell me, kain ka na lang sa labas, ha? Kunyari, ayaw niya, tinatamad na siya magluto. Pero we all know why. Some of us know. Bakit? Kasi ayaw niya, dalhin ko yung malas sa bahay. And inuto ko lang siya, sabihin ko, buho ko kahit siya, di it's high, eh. Di ba? Galing. You see, You know, it's being imposed on us. They f- we fear spirits and bad luck. When I was young, laging siya sabi sa akin, kung meron kang nakita ang lubak, uh, when you're walking on grass and there's a small hill, you have to say, tabi-tabi po. Ano sabi ko? Tabi-tabi po. Hindi, tabi-tabi po. Kasi baka manuno ka. I was so afraid when I was young. And naalala ko, dati laging sinasabi, ang cute-cute ng anak mo. And somebody will say, pera usog. Hindi <laughs> ko naintindihan yun before. But now when I'm old, I know. And usong-uso nung time ko is, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Okay? You see, these things, these philosophies, this false teaching are still being imposed to us today. And people might say, there's no harm in following them. Let me tell you this. Next week, I'll talk about this. There is harm in following them. This, but at the same time, 
Why should we not follow them? Because these superstitions, these spirits, they have no authority. They have no power. Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. Only Jesus has authority. Therefore, we must trust and follow Him alone. He must be our first and only, for He is the Lord of creation. He is our creator. He is our sustainer. Yung buhay mo, buhay ko, Walang hawak yung mga spirito dyan. Jesus is the one holding creation. That's why I love this song. He's got the whole world in His hands. And indeed, that is true. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is the creator and sustainer of all creation. It's not anyone. It's not anything. It's Jesus. It is Him we should trust alone. Not this superstition, not these traditions. Jesus is the Lord of all creation. So we must not live in fear, submitting to spirits and superstitious practices. Instead, we must trust in God alone because He is the Lord of creation. Now, the second thing Paul focuses on is that Jesus is not only the Lord of creation, but He is also the Lord of redemption. He's the Lord of those who are already redeemed. Meaning, meaning He is not only the Lord of creation, He is the Lord of the new creation. He is the head of the church, not anyone, not me, not si Aya Edward, not si Aya Oli. The head of the church is Jesus. Why did Paul have to assert that Jesus is the Lord of redemption? Because the Colossians believers were also facing False, teachers, uh, false teaching not only externally, but also internally inside the church. Not only were they being told that there might be other powers acting in the world aside from God, but also there are also religious laws to follow and observe aside from what Jesus has commanded. You have to do this and you have to do that. But what does Paul has to say about this? Paul tells the Colossian believers and us that Jesus is the Lord of the redemption. Why? Because He is the head of the church. If you look at your Bibles, he says there, He is the head of the body. And therefore, and who is the body? Who is the body? The church. Tayo. Hindi yung building, ah. Hindi yung sanctuary, ah. Tayo. We are the church. And we are the body of Christ. And therefore, Christ is our head. He's the head of the church. And the body goes where the head wants to go. Hindi yan parang si Olaf, no? Tumatakbo yung body habang yung ulo niya? Somewhere, no. It's not like that. Where the body goes, the head... Uh, where the head goes, the body goes. What the head wants to do, the body does. It is not the apostles, it's not the elders, it is not the pastors, it is not the religious expert, it is not the law, which is the authority, it is Jesus. Where Jesus tells us to go, we go. What Jesus tells us to do, we do. And He's not only the firstborn of creation, He's firstborn from the dead. Nakatakot ang pakinggan nito. Parang ano lang. Parang uh, the walking dead. No? 
Again, Paul tells us he's firstborn. Again, what does firstborn mean? Pre-eminence. But now, not only of creation, but from the dead. This pointing to Jesus as the first to be the one who was resurrected from the dead and never died again. You see, maraming iba nag-resurrect. Yung time ni Elijah, the slave's, uh, the slave's son died, but Elijah... El- was it Elijah? Elisha. Elijah brought him back. Lazarus was brought back from the dead. But what was the difference with Jesus and these other people who were resurrected? The others died again. Jesus raised up from the dead and lived forever. And he is the firstborn from the dead. But what again is the implication? Preeminence, highest in rank. Being firstborn from the dead means that Jesus is highest in rank even in the new creation. So Paul completes all realms. Wala ka ng ibang tatakbuhan. In creation and in the new creation, both of them, who is Lord? Who is Lord? Jesus. In Jesus, the fullness of God dwells. When you say fullness of God, it's actually a temple terminology. Right in the book of Ezekiel, okay, uh, in the book of Ezekiel, he brought me by the way of the north gate to the front temple, and I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord, and I fell on my face. That's what Ezekiel does, acknowledging that the temple is the throne of God. And Jesus is a new temple. God dwelling with His people. He is God in the flesh. And lastly, he tells us that he is the reconciler of all creation back to God. Not only does is Jesus the sustainer of creation, hindi siya lang siya nagsusustain ng creation, hindi lang siya nagbibigay ng ulan sa atin, na makakain natin, no. He also brought us back to the one who created us, and that is God. You see, our relationship was broken when we sinned against God. But God, Jesus being the reconciler, He was the man in between. Inayos niya in relationship natin with God. And that is why we can come back to God. And how did He fix our relationship with God? By dying on the cross for you and me. And what is the point Paul is driving across here? That Jesus is the Lord of redemption. He is the head and the only redeemer of the church. Therefore, it is only Him we need to obey. You see, the false teachers, the Judaizers, were forcing the Colossian church to practice extreme fasting, to worship angels, to follow Jewish festivals, or else, sabi nila, you will not be saved. Sabi nila, your faith in Jesus, that's not enough. You have to do and follow the law. They require them to learn some secret knowledge or have heavenly visions as a sign of their assurance of salvation. You see, mga kapatid, ever since the very beginning of the church, it has been plagued by many false teaching. False teaching on how to be saved. You know, the Jewish people tell the Christian, it is not enough to trust in Jesus. They say, kailangan circumcise ka. And you observe the Jewish laws. 
There are Gnostics. Gnosticism insisting kailangan may secret knowledge ka of the Bible. May secret knowledge ka of the law or else hindi ka talaga saved. The Roman Catholic Church requiring the observance of sacraments. Kundi hanggang purgatorio ka lang. They tell us you have to buy indulgence 500 years ago. And they taught us you cannot just pray to Jesus. You go through the saints. You go through Mary. Bago maririnig ni Jesus, does si Jesus magpasak eh? God, but the Bible tells us there's only one mediator. You see, brothers and sisters, even today, we, have, we see so many so-called Christians do the things that Jesus did not command us to do as part of their Christian faith. You know, we pastors have a term for this. We call it gospel plus or Jesus plus. Eh, parang iPhone lang pala. Kung may plus, mas Mas malaki, mas malaki, mas mahal, mas maganda. Kaya naman pala, you know, Jesus Plus, Gospel Plus, they might sound better than faith alone, which the Bible teaches. Just four day, was it four? Three days ago, Thursday, what did, Metro, uh, what did Manila celebrate? Translation in Quiapo. By the way, have I sh- told you that Alam niyo yung building sa may Quiapo Bridge, yung may malaking Ajinomoto. When I was young, doon ako nakatira. So every year, nakikita ko yung translation. And hindi na pumapasok sa hope. There's no point. Excuse, no? But you know, every time, hindi lang yun naghihilaan ng ano. There are people before, makikita mo yung mga images of the Black Nazarene. There will be people walking in... in uh, in their in the barefoot and then they are pinapalo nila likod nila and you know as a kid i was so afraid i was so afraid sabi ko sarili ko this is this what it means to trust in god they have to do this baka next time ako na hindi mupunta doon i was so afraid do i have to do this you see the church, when we submit to these things, we forget that there's only one author of salvation. We make man the author of salvation. We make the church the authority for salvation. But let, Paul is reminding us that there's only one head of the church, one author of salvation. His name is Jesus, the firstborn among the dead. What shall we do then? Ano kailangan natin gawin? We should not allow ourselves to be tempted by adding more to what Jesus commands us to do. Yung Gospel Plus, Jesus Plus, hindi yan parang iPhone Plus. No. It's not good. There's only one way we are saved. By grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. That is why Jesus is the Lord of redemption. This, he is the head and redeemer of the church. It is not anyone. It's not anything. It's Jesus. He must be first and only. So let us not add. We should, should not allow ourselves to be tempted of adding more to what Jesus has done or to what Jesus has commanded us to do. 
Jesus has saved each and every one of us through his death. Because Jesus is the Lord of redemption. Now, last question I want to answer is this. Now what? If Jesus is the Lord of creation and Jesus is the Lord of redemption, now what? You know, after understanding that Jesus is Lord of all of these things, we should not live in fear and submit to spirits and superstitions. And we should not add or trust in any other things to save us. We now know what not to do. But ano yung kailangan gawin instead? It is clear what we should not do, but Paul urges what does Paul urge the Colossians to do instead? Look at your Bibles. Look at your Bible. Sinulat niya sa very beginning of his passage of his letter in verse 9 to 12. Read it with your Bible. Read it in your Bible. Sabi niya dito, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. You see, Paul knows in the very beginning of his letter pa lang that about the pressures that the Colossian believers that are pressing them, telling them, do this, do that, ito pa, kailangan mo pagawin to. So in the very beginning of his letter, he tells them that there's only one thing you need to do. And that is to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to God. Instead of pleasing the spirits who have no authority, instead of pleasing your parents who force you to do this and that, that has nothing to do with your future, instead of... Um, listening to religious leaders telling you to do this and to do that to be saved, we must fix our eyes to please one person, and that is only Him, our Lord. And Paul enumerated, paano ba? How can we live to please our Lord every day? He enumerated it. Sabi niya, bearing fruit in obedience. How do we please God? We bear fruit. Hindi ka magiging puno at magbubunga ng apple and oranges. Ha? No. Bearing fruit are the fruits of the Spirit. Bearing fruit is sharing the gospel to other people. Bearing fruit is living in obedience. And not only that, growing in the knowledge of our Lord. You grow in your relationship with Jesus. That's how we bear fruit. What else? Sabi niya, be strengthened with all power, with power according to his glorious might. What does it mean? In our in layman's term, is saying, depend on God. Depend on God. You don't have to depend on the spirits. You only have to depend on God. And what is the best way to depend on God? What is the best way to depend on God? Prayer. Prayer is the first step in, in depending on God. By the way, in the next two weeks, next two weeks ba? Malapit na, mamaya i-announce namin. 
we will have a prayer and fasting. And why do we do this as a church? Because we want to acknowledge that we depend on God, that our UECP lives because of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And so we are praying to our Lord one whole week and fasting to remind ourselves that Jesus is the bread of life, that we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Brothers and sisters, depend on God. Pray. And let us pray together as a church as we have our annual prayer and fasting. Be grateful always. Sabi niya, in thanksgiving, give, um, give thanks to the Father. We must live in gratitude, in thanksgiving to God, acknowledging what He has done for us. This is how we please our Lord. And if Jesus is our first and only, then, then we must live to please Him only. And these three things, bear fruit, Depend on God. Be grateful to Him all the time. It's the way we can please God. Why should we please God? Why He should be our first and only? The reason is this, that He is the Lord of creation and He is the Lord of redemption. But it's not only we do this, we live to please Him not only because of who He is, but we also please Him because of what He has made us. If you look at your Bibles, it's so interesting when Paul says, why shouldn't we submit ourselves to the authorities of this world? Look at verse 13. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sin. You see, the reality is we can never please God. Sabi nga niya in verse 21, look at your Bible, sabi niya, you who were once alienated, hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, yun tayo. That is who we are. We are evil people, alienated from God, always running away from God, trying to please the world rather than the one who created us. But the good news is, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, pinalitan niya citizenship natin. Before, our citizenship is of the world. But now, ano sabi niya? We are the citizens of the kingdom of His beloved Son. And how did Jesus do it? By dying on the cross and raising back to life to forgive our sins and to give us new life. Brothers and sisters, this is what Paul wants to remind us. You know, it is hard to live ng andami mong sinusundan. Tama ba? Yung parents mo says this, your tita says this, the temple that you're going to says this, hindi mo na alam ano gagawin mo. But let me tell you, the secret of having a focused life and that having one Lord and one Master. And if you are going to pick your Master, your Lord, let me tell you that there is only one who is worth following. And His name is Jesus Christ. 
And if Jesus is your first and your only, let me tell you this, there's no room for worry. Because in Jesus, we have the victory. Therefore, we must live to please Him only. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, just want to thank you for today. We thank you for the book of Colossians that reminds us, Lord, that even though we face so many pressures in this world, there's only one person we need to trust and we need to obey. And that is you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, help us, Lord, not to live in fear of all these forces in this world because you have already disarmed them. They are powerless. But our God and our King, Jesus Christ, has all the authority in the world. And so we will trust Him and we will follow Him alone. In His name we pray, Amen and Amen. As a response song, why don't we sing this song to Jesus, our God? Jesus, vast and measure, boundless free, rolling as a mighty ocean in its fullness over me.
Every day.